Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for his goodness. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song sung by Sandra Couch titled, We Need to Hear from You. God bless you. Sandra Crouch, sister to Andrea Crouch, singing, We Need to Hear from You. A wonderful, powerful song of prayer unto God, or supplication that indeed we need to hear from you, O God. Praise the Lord. This morning, beloved, I bring you a word of encouragement from the heart of your Father, and I've titled it Hearing from God. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 27, He said, My sheep hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me. He said that they will not follow the voice of the stranger. My sheep, they hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. The most surest way, beloved, of receiving power to move forward, as has been our seven-day prayer and fast theme, is the ability to hear from God. Jesus said his sheep hear his voice and they follow him and they prosper therein. And look at all biblical accounts of God's interaction with man 
we see God speaking to people. The writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 1, the verse 1 to 2, he says, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoke in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Hallelujah. God spoke to men through prophets and still speaks to men through prophets. But in the dispensation in which we are in, the Bible says that in these last days, speaks to us by his son, by the word of Christ and through the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of Christ, who is with us now and in us. Amen. So every day God is speaking and God is speaking to you, beloved. Sometimes it's not that God is not speaking, but it's just that we don't hear. People don't hear God. There are people who can say, well, I have never heard God speak to me. It's not true. You do hear, but you have not discerned the voice of God. There's a way and there's a time in which you need to be, you know, to come to the place of discerning the voice of God. Sometimes someone will say, well, something said to me to do this and something told me. No, it's not something, especially when it's the right thing. It is the spirit of God. And especially if you're a believer, the Holy Spirit who indwells you is there to lead you to teach you, to teach you all truth, to lead you, to bring to your remembrance everything that Jesus has taught. That's what Jesus said. So the Spirit of God will minister to you, will speak to you, but you have to discern the voice of God. Now, we have several ways of hearing from God. Firstly, through his word. If you can't hear God in your ear, take the Bible, read it. That is God speaking. Then, by his spirit, as I'm saying, the Holy Spirit ministers to us within our spirits. Then through dreams and visions, Job talks about how God through dreams and vision will direct our feet and take us away from danger. And sometimes through his audible voice, through signs and symbols also, God speaks to us. But God will always speak to his children like a good father. He says, as a father, pitieth his children, so does he pity us. He has compassion on us. And that is why God is always drawing you and I into a closer relationship with him, a deeper intimacy. He's not a God who is far off. He's a God who is near. Right in the book of Genesis chapter 1, you realize that God's purpose for man was to be close to man, to let us make man in our own image. Amen. That's a desire for intimacy. And we read also in Genesis chapter 3 that God would come in the cool of the day, in the afternoon, to have fellowship with Adam and Eve. He came one day and they ran away. They hid from him. And man has been hiding ever since. But praise be to God that Jesus, the Son of God, has come to bring restoration in the relationship of God and man. He has come to bring reconciliation. And now the wall of enmity that was between man and God or God and man is broken through the love of Christ, now we have been drawn near, drawn near, brought near to the Father. And so you are a child of God and God speaks to you as a father. He will order your steps, direct your paths, minister wisdom to you if only you seek the voice of God. Most of the time we are seeking to hear from God through other people. But you know, it is better when you come to the place of maturity in Christ to hear God yourself. So whatever anybody else brings to you is just a confirmation. And truly, that's what it is. It's up to you, child of God, to tune your ears to hear him and obey him. 
The psalmist says in Psalm 119 verse 9, he says, How will a young man cleanse his way? Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? Then the answer he gives is, By taking heed thereto according to thy word. He said, How can a young man cleanse his way, make his way right in life, live right, walk right in life? He said, By taking heed to the word, by listening to the word, and by obeying the word. Amen. It is the divine direction of the word of God that gives us divine strength, help, and everything that we need. Amen. It is the word of God to us that will give us the power to prosper and move forward. Moses was sent by God to bring Israel from under Egyptian bondage. From over 400 years of being captivity, being slavery, it was time for them to be delivered because God said that he had heard their cry and seen their tears. And so God sent the man Moses to bring them out of Egypt. And Moses was successful. It was, it was a hard task, but he was successful. And if you look and read through the account of the back and forth that went between Moses, Aaron, and Pharaoh, to get the children of Israel released from Egypt, you can just see the hand of God that was upon Moses. And his hand upon him gave him the, the audacity to be able to stand before this great king. But we see that it is the obedience of Moses to God's voice, God's instruction, that caused them to bring Pharaoh to his knees in the ten plagues by which God brought the Egyptians, brought the Israelites out of Egypt. It was the voice of God because God will give Moses an instruction and Moses will follow the instruction to the letter. Let me give you one example. In Exodus chapter 7, verse 8 to 9, Bible says, And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh's house, and they did so. Listen, they, they did so as the Lord had commanded. So number one, they heard God. Number two, they obeyed God. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and he became a serpent. Amen. So we see, number one, he heard from God. Number two, he obeyed God. The challenge with many people is that we hear God and we don't obey God, or we don't hear God. And we do our own thing. But beloved, if it will be well with you, if you walk, you know, right and you prosper in life, the greatest way is to hear God and to obey God. Not to walk in self-will, but walk in the will of God. Because the will of God is the perfect will of God. It's perfect. Amen. Moses followed every instruction to the letter in turning the river Nile into blood, in causing frogs to fill the land, in turning the dust of the ground into lies. And many miracles like that that were done by the hand of Moses in Egypt. God would say, do this. Lift up your rod. He would lift it. Whatever he said, he would do it. And it brought good results. And it was so powerful that eventually Pharaoh had to let the children of Israel go. They were free by reason of a man's Hearing and obedience. Beloved, hearing from God and obeying God will lead you to miracles, will lead you to breakthroughs and to increase. Prayer, beloved, is key. 
But obedience to the word is what brings you answers to prayer. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22, Samuel said unto Saul, because Saul had been disobedient in the sense that Samuel said to him, wait for me, wait for me. I'm coming to do the sacrifice. But Bible says when Saul waited and Samuel was not coming, he went ahead and made the sacrifice. And then when Samuel got there, he said, what is more pleasing to God? Your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice. Samuel replied to him that what is more important to God, your burnt offerings and your sacrifices or your obedience to God. You know, sometimes we think that it is our works that please God. It is our performance that please God. It is not your performance that will please God. It is your obedience to the word of God that pleases God. Most believers are in a performance mentality. We are performing for God. We are performing for people to see that we know God. But if you perform and you don't obey God, you are at zero point. That's what the Apostle Paul said, that if I can preach with the tongues of angels and I don't have love, that is charity or love, then I'm nothing. If I can give my body to be burned and it is not done in the spirit of love, he said it is useless. He said, so everything that we do must be done in obedience to God's word. And our lives must be under the obedience of God's word in order to bring God's pleasure upon us, which will bring us victory, which will bring us safety, which will bring us security, which will bring us progress. Hallelujah. Obeying the word of God is key. Amen. You can pray, but if you do obey the word of God, zero. You can read the word. If you obey the word, no. You can quote scripture. If you don't read the word of God, it's zero. Live the word of God. Obey the word of God. Hear the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Seek the word of God. Seek God. God and his word are one. When you seek God's word to hear it, to read it, to know it, and to do it, that is where true prosperity and moving forward comes from. May the Lord bless you, beloved. And I encourage you to seek God, seek him, seek his word, seek his voice, seek intimacy and closeness to God. There you will find your peace and your joy, your liberty. And all these things, as Jesus said, all these things shall be added unto you. Have a blessed day in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me pray over your life. Father, I pray over my beloved one. I pray, Father, Lord, in this season, you help him or her. I pray, Father, Lord, open their ears to hear your voice. Deliver them from negative voices, demonic voices, oppression, voices that oppress. And I pray, Father, Lord, you give unto all of us a heart of obedience to obey your word, that it may be well with us. Bless your people, Lord. Bless every hear of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. If you heard this word and you have not yet given your life to Jesus, you have not come to the place of obedience and the place of surrender. God gave his only begotten son to us, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. The key that is, is to believe and to receive. And that is a point of obedience. But this morning, you can also obey this word and come to the plate of salvation. Pray after and say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. 
Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing me and saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. You are saved and there is no limit to what God will do for your life. God bless you, beloved. Have a blessed day. But seek God and seek to hear God in everything. Seek the face of God in everything. Let God speak to you. Speak to you, to your to your understanding and to your hearing. And I pray that may the spirit of obedience also work in all of us. God bless you. Have a great day. But remember to share this good word with as many people as you can. Amen. Amen.